Hello and welcome to a brand new episode on Fill the Cup Podcast. I am so excited that you join me for another episode and I hope you have an empty cup ready for me to fill it up with some hot discussion, inspiration on this beautiful Friday. So guys, we are continuing the Black History Month series. Obviously, we didn't have an episode last week. But I'm continuing the Black History Month series with just some more gems that I feel like I want to share with you guys. And I'm sure that it's necessary in the African-American community to share these gems because we have to lift each other up. So today's topic is talking about the power of language in the black community. So this is a loaded, loaded discussion, but I'm going to try to condense it to just a A few minutes. Uh, I'm not going to take up your time too much. So ultimately, when I think about language used in the black community, what I'm more referring to is just the negative uh, associations that we put our black brothers in, black sisters in. And sometimes it doesn't really create positive reinforcement for the future. Because if I'm only considering, I guess you want to say, certain black men deadbeats, or if I only want to call certain black women promiscuous or whores or whatever you want to call it, I'm not really creating a narrative of what I want to see us be. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who act like the words that they're called. So obviously you can't can't knock that but also we have to realize that our words are powerful and that if we learn to even just for a little bit give a lot of people in in our community the benefit of the doubt you'll be surprised it'll go a long way so obviously we we know this you know the big issue with the n-word clearly i've used it plenty of times sometimes i still catch myself using it and i have to kind of really catch myself in a way of why can't we like find more creative use words to use towards each other, you know? And why isn't there more people in the black community wanting to expand their vocabulary? I think that a lot of times we just kind of want to use vocabulary that's just right on the surface instead of expanding our vocabulary, reading more, you know, joining more networks where it'll challenge the way we speak. And you'll be surprised how much that'll go a long way. And it's not necessarily looking down on people who speak the wrong way, but it's saying like, look, I want to come in and kind of change the whole cycle of, of the language that's being used in our families, the language that's being used in our circles. Yeah, you're going to have your little slang that you talk amongst your friends and your family. Nobody's taken away from that. But I just think that we are too negative towards our black brothers and sisters. We're expecting them to fail at every cost a lot of times. We're expecting them to do certain things. I think that we immediately expect certain white counterparts to just succeed at things. And sometimes they don't always succeed at things because they're human just like us. We are all a human race. But specifically in the black community, I think we have to realize that our words have, you know, have literally written down the 
the picture that we painted for the future. You know, it's it's written down what we expect, you know, ourselves to look like and be like. And I just, I want to change that narrative. If there's any way that I can call a black man a king more often, if there's any more way I can tell him that, you know, you're doing the right thing, keep working hard. If there's any way that marriages can start bringing back that positive reinforcement towards each other, start encouraging each other. If there's any way that we can lift up our sons and daughters with the light and love of of the words that we speak, you'll just be surprised how much it goes a long way. Like I grew up in a household with so much love. Now, granted, when I left the house, I had a lot of hatred in school, a lot of, you know, negativity being thrown at me. But when I was in my house, my parents constantly reminded me of, of my destiny, of the power that was in me, of how beautiful I was. And we just have to realize that those things go a long way. And I just think that that's missing within our race. Because ultimately, if we learn how to kind of speak to each other the right way, we'll learn how to speak to any race the right way. You know, we'll learn how to, to speak to our elders the right way. We'll learn how to, as men, know how to speak to a lady the right way, not immediately ready to call her the B word, not immediately ready to assume that she's promiscuous or that she's a whore. Like we just have to really change our mindsets. I think that ultimately in order for us to change our language, we got to change our mind because if our mind doesn't change, nothing else will change. Everything flows through our brain. So I just think a lot of us have old traditional uh, mindsets that have tarnished us, that have it's been so detrimental to the people that we want to become. You know, we, we can't see ourselves becoming anything else because mama, daddy, sister, auntie, brother never told us that we could do it. And a lot of it stems back to if you don't have a real relationship with God, a lot of times you don't even know the potential of how much your words mean. The Bible tells us that our words you know, are so powerful. It tells us how our words can literally speak life or it can speak death into whatever situation that we're in. So I challenge you to speak life over your peers, speak life over your kids, your husband, your wife, speak like over every situation or towards anyone and watch things change in your life. Because if you can change your mentality towards things, I'm telling you, behavior will change. The outcome of things will change. And I'm challenging you to do that, not only this month, but the rest of this year and going forward. It's going to be a battle because your vocabulary, your language has, has had nothing but negative, literally negative connotations towards people. That's all you know. That's all you can associate with. Yes, there's a fun side of, of language, but there's also a very painful side to our language. And I think that we have to challenge ourselves to realize that if we want to see less brothers and less sisters kind of looking for other people to fill them up with love and and the right words, then we got to start it in our homes. We got to start it within our relationships. We can't just allow the streets to teach our kids what love is. We got to teach it in our homes. We got to show them that this is what it looks like first. 
And the only way we'll know that is through Christ because he's the only real representation of love. He's the only thing that can teach us how to love. God is love. So I'm challenging you to do that this month. I'm challenging you to look at a black brother and instead of thinking the worst of him by the way he's dressed, immediately think the best of him. Immediately speak life over him. Instead of looking at sister and ready to think of her in a different way, immediately think that she's a queen. Immediately, you know, assume the best of her. And I'm challenging you to do that this month. And I hope that your cups were filled today. Make sure you tune in next week for the last episode of the Black History Month series. Love you guys and have a great week.